Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know the one, the only, Master John Lord Bella, Johnny Hotcake! Yay! Me! Yeah! I was gonna say, <laughs> you skipped a little beat right there. It was like, uh-uh. <laughs> uh, I was deciding in the middle how I was gonna end it. I think you were. <laughs> was it me? Or was it me? Because it like, maybe like one of your orgasms, right? <laughs> Stop in the middle and decide, do I want to come yet? No, wait. <laughs> or do, do I want to make that dumb sound? Do I want this to be like, over? Uh... I keep going. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I want it to be over. I'm like, yeah, I'm done. Sometimes I'm like, no, I want to fuck you all night. Let's do this. <laughs> Just depends. <laughs> if I get bored. Do you... <laughs> get bored during the day. Yay. Mm, me. Okay. How, many, how many times do we listen to porn? <laughs> And, you know, at the, the grand finale for some of these guys, they're like, ah, like they're shitting or, oh, you know. But then when my cross-dressers come, it's, oh. I was told one time, I was like, wow, you're quiet. <laughs> Did you come? I'm like, yeah, you're quiet. I'm like, well, I could scream. <laughs> Maybe if you did it better. I don't know. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. So it takes more than just a guy having skills. Girls have to have skills. Absolutely. Be engaged. We've talked about this. Don't be a fish. Be engaged. (laughs) Have fun. Fuck me back. (laughs) You know, I I was talking to the Griswolds the other day. Yeah. I love them. They're great. They're so great. So they went over to one of the local cities in Alabama. And they went to visit one of our friends. Yeah. And they were fucking in a hotel and everything. And she's like, now Ellen says to me, Mia, it's so great. I can tell you this. But, you know, when I was fucking her, we're going to call her Jane, as in Jane Doe. She's like, when I was fucking Jane, like, it was so great. Like, usually if I'm fucking other women, they're like, I orgasm, please don't touch me. She's like, but with Jane, I get to snuggle with her and still, like, play with her titties. And she's like, she just orgasms so great. Jane is great. I can vouch for that. Right? (laughs) We love Jane. So, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. So, speaking of cool, John, I got this really sweet email. And... I was just like, I, you know, I was, I was sick, you know, I got a little flu and I'm kind of getting over it. And so when I was reading this, I'm like, oh, this just brightened my day. It was so sweet. So this guy contacted me on FET and uh, he said, hello, Mistress Mia, my name is Tony and I just stumbled across your podcast yesterday. I'm a package delivery driver. And as you can imagine, we're super busy at this time of year. Yeah, I bet. Right? He's delivering his package all over town. <laughs> That's you, John. Oh. I wanted to be the milkman. You, you know, did. The package delivery or mailman. You're work. a FedEx. You're good. You look good in a FedEx outfit. Heck yeah. You know, you pull off dark purple really well. Unzip my jumper, <laughs> deliver my package, and leave. <laughs> okay, let me finish now. All right, all right. So, spending my past two days listening to your podcast have made my days and nights a little easier. So, thank so thank you so much for that. There's something I've always been curious about. Maybe it's something you can speak about on the podcast. As a submissive who has battled depression, I always wondered if the two have some type of correlation. 
I often wonder, am I more submissive when I'm feeling more depressed or does it even matter? I'm into the degradation and humiliation as a sub, and I can also tell you that when I'm subbing, my mind is far away from the worries, stress, and depression, so it is like a therapy. Just a little bit about me. I am bisexual, and I'm in a straight marriage, and I'm happily married. We have a good sex life. I subbed with both men and women before meeting her. I'm very shy when it comes to my sub side. It's not easy to bring up when you're when you meet someone new. So I never told my wife I enjoy being dominated and then that I'm bi. Even without telling her, I know she's not into it. She's not vanilla or a prude, but it's just not what she's looking for in a man. I know this by asking pointed questions and gauging her responses. I don't cheat and I don't sub anymore. It's something I enjoy alone behind closed doors through porn, and now podcasts. Thank you. I definitely will yearn to sub. This can't be healthy, can it? Thank you for letting me rattle off some things. Feel free to use any of this on the podcast. I really enjoy it. You guys sound like you have so much fun doing it. You're especially great on it. You have such a calm and soothing voice. I just love it. Thank you, and Master John. Happy holidays. Thanks again. Tony. Wow. Isn't that beautiful? That is beautiful. And you know, he answered his own question. He did. He did answer it. And we can talk about it. But I got an idea also. What's the idea, John? He does it alone, listening to the podcast or watching porn. Yeah. Maybe we do a special segment one time on an episode where you're just degradating men. And they can Fuck listen to it. Yes. So when they're feeling depressed and need to be dominated, they just yes. listen to it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. John, there look you at go. you and your brilliant ideas. So then Tony can, you know, feel better. But he answered his own question. He did. He said, I feel better when I'm submissive. Yeah. That's it. It is. And, you know, he also mentions that. You know, it frees him from his stress and his worries and depression. Yeah. And that's when people do revert to their fetish or their kink because it does make them feel better, like you said. So, personally, when I'm not having my needs met or I'm trying to be something that I'm not, I'm not being authentic to myself, I get depressed. Absolutely. It happens. So, he's in a marriage where he can't express his bisexuality. He can't... express his submissive side he's he's going to be depressed that because he can't he doesn't have an outlet for those things you know when i'm in a relationship and you know i'm a dominant person i'm not submissive i can bottom i can do kinky things i like doing kinky things but when someone tries to be a dominant partner and tell me what to do and control me seriously you've seen in two or three relationships where that's happened, yeah, I get very depressed. Yeah, I'm like this is not who I am. This is not what I want. I'm not happy in the relationship, and either it needs to change or we need to we need to separate. Yeah, because if you're depressed in your relationship, how are you gonna? If you can't be happy in your relationship, how can you make your partner happy? Yeah, you lose yourself. You know. Yeah. So you know, yeah, he's going to be depressed because. He's not expressing those parts of himself because that's who he is. Yeah. So, yeah, to answer his question, it's not, it, it's who you are. Yeah. And that's what you need. It's, it's not a want or a desire. It's, it's a need in a lot of people. Exactly. And he, like you said, he's, he yearns for it. And ultimately, you know, it's like, Tony, you can either sit down with your wife, you know, and 
I know she's probably not going to be into it. Right. But maybe she would opt to if you see a dominatrix and it's just humiliation, degradation with being submissive that you could actually talk about what you can and can't do, you know, within your promoters of your marriage. Right. When you go see a dominatrix, you don't have to take your clothes off. No, you don't. You just be degraded. And it's not like you're fucking the dominatrix. No. You know? No. You know, there's a lot of ways you can do it. Absolutely. And we're not, we're not saying leave your wife. No. But no. you need to find a way to get those needs met so that, you know, medication only goes so far. Absolutely. If, 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 you're, if you're hiding who you are, if you're putting that part of yourself away, it, like we said before, things come out in unhealthy ways. And depression is an unhealthy symptom of what's going on. They do. And, you know, maybe you could play some type of, like, submissive game with her at the very beginning so it's not like you know in a sexual context you know it could be like a submissive hey honey i want you to pull out of the hat these tasks that i want to do for you yeah you know and it could be you know rubbing her feet or giving her back massage and you know it's still you know on a kind of a give and take i would think yeah and you can, there's ways you can work your way to that point. Absolutely. You can say, hey, babe, I kind of want you to take control tonight. Yeah. Tell me what you want, and I'll do it for you. Yeah. Tell me to eat your pussy. Yeah. Get on top of me. Yeah. And ride me. Tell me what to do. Yeah. You want me to get behind you? Tell me. There you go. You know, and that's an easy way that she can feel comfortable. Yeah. Taking control. And you just build off of it. Definitely. Tonight, I want you to talk dirty. Hey, tonight, maybe... You, you tell me I'm dirty. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, tell me you want me to do dirty things to you. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> I promise you, she has fantasies too. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Hey, baby, tell me one of your fantasies so yeah. that I can do it for you. Exactly. You know? Exactly. There's, way, there's ways to talk about it. Absolutely. Are, is, is she going to be into everything that you're into? It sounds like probably not. He's probably already asked the questions. But people, a lot of times, don't know what they like until they try it. Entirely true. You know, I'm trying new things all the time. Some of them I like, some of them I really don't. <laughs> You've tried a lot this year. <laughs> I've tried a lot in the last three years. Yeah, you have. <laughs> a good friend slapped me right in the face while we were driving down the road. Didn't see it coming. We weren't even, we weren't even playing. We were just... <laughs> So, you know, I told Tony that I'm planning to go to Connecticut in October yeah. of this coming year. And I said, I'd be happy to meet with him and we can have some coffee and, you know, you talk some things out. Absolutely. Spit in his coffee, slap his face. Definitely. <laughs> Make him come in his coffee and drink it. Ooh. Goodness, now John's getting nasty. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. So speaking of nasty, we're talking today about fucked up Christmas. It's and Christmas. It is. Merry Christmas, Merry everybody. fucking Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're listening to us on Christmas, thank you. Yes. <laughs> thank you for making us part of your Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> so let's have some fun. Right. Fucked up Christmas, huh? Yes. I will give a shout out, though, to Charles, John. 
You know, our Charles Manson? Hair, no, 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 not Charles Manson. Okay, okay. Our you hair, know he's fucked up, though. I know, but our fucked up friend in Mississippi who we have ripped the hair off of his balls with duct tape. Oh, Harry Ball Boy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to give him a shout out. Shout out. So... Oh, yes, great. he's written me quite often this past week, and he always sends me cute little pictures. And oh, yeah, he he's just a doll. He wants you to beat him up again. Oh God, yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't. It's it's on. It's on. The next one we're doing is fucked up Fridays. You know what? If you need anybody to burn them, I haven't played with my fire in a while. I'll burn some. Right? Brandy. Yes, you need to. <gasps> you could what burn you off the ball iron? hair. Oh yeah. I already have branding irons, John. Yeah, branding irons, I burn off the yes. ball. Yes. Fuck yeah. Fucking easy. Let's do it. One, two, three. I told him, I said, next time you come in here with Harry Balls, I'm gonna burn it off you. I love to smell burnt burning flesh. hair. <laughs> yeah, well bur- burnt flesh is okay, but I like to smell burning hair. I love to smell that singe. Oh. Yeah. Like when I practice and I burn myself, I come in and say, Hey, I put yeah. my head on fire. <laughs> Kind of fun. Just okay. saying. Just saying. Okay. Okay. So, not safe for work, John. Is that what we're reading? <laughs> not safe for work. Don't <laughs> listen to this episode at work. Don't. Okay. Disclaimer. Don't listen to any of our episodes at work. No. Unless you're driving down the road by yourself. Yeah. Like <laughs> the <a> delivery driver. <laughs> All right. So, today we went to Reddit and we asked, hey, what's some fucked up Christmas stories? And here's what mm-hmm. we got. A co-worker at last year's Christmas party was telling all our co-workers that they're weak and can't handle drinks. She proceeded to get way too drunk and take off all her clothes. She told our main boss to suck her titties, bent over and showed us her ass, and told co-workers she didn't, she didn't like to kiss it. <laughs> we had to call an ambulance to take her to the hospital. She quit a week later. Fuck. Fuck. She told everybody they couldn't handle their drinks, and they got drunk as fuck and took off all their clothes. You know what? Damn. I'm going to the wrong parties. I don't know. We have some pretty bang parties, parties, but, but I'm shit. Saying, if we're at work, and she, my coworkers are getting drunk and taking their clothes off, you go to that party. Shit. <laughs> Come and says, that takes the Christmas cake. <laughs> Shit, it sure does. All right, so one of my coworkers and her husband won a decent amount on the lottery before Christmas and bought a new house with a big dining room and filled it with nice furniture, etc. He went out on a Christmas Eve drinking binge with his buddies. She'd seen something on a movie where the woman gets naked except for a bow and lays out on the dining room table with an eat me sign or something to that effect and decides to replicate it. Obviously, him and his friends get absolutely plowed and like he came home and naturally invites them back to his new swanky pad for an after party. And she greets them legs spread wide open on the table. He basically threw them out. (laughs) She lost the mood. He wanted to carry on. He went down on her and then she realized she could hear them all cheering him on through the letterbox. Fun times. (laughs) Why did he kick him out? Right. <laughs> she clearly did not need an audience. Oh, my God. He should have said, hey, guys, watch this. Right? <laughs> kick him out by ass. Oh, she wants to be a little whore on Christmas. Come on, guys. Get your dicks out. We'll show her a whore. Look, a, a comment. I like this story. It's stra- strangely wholesome. <laughs> right? You kick his friends out. That right? That is kind of wholesome because that's not what I would have done. <laughs> That's too funny. All right. Yes. 
After a work party, when my co-worker's wife spread herself open from behind and pressed up against the sliding glass door and banged it out as we sat on the balcony, he probably gathered her and left. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to fuck you in front of everybody and then go. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Okay. Maybe not so safe for work, but when my grandmother was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, my mom and her siblings put her in a home. She'd been there for a few months and the nurses would tell us so-and-so is her friend and things like that. Around the beginning of December, they kept joking that this one gentleman was her boyfriend. And on Christmas morning, one of the nurses calls my mom. I see my mom's face go from concern to complete and utter embarrassment. So now my curiosity's peaked. She hangs up and proceeds proceeds to tell us that the nurse, (laughs) the nurse, they couldn't find her grandmother that morning and she wasn't in her room and she wasn't in any of the common areas. So on a hunch, they checked her boyfriend's room. They opened the door just as my grandma, naked as the day she was born, was climbing on top of her equally naked boyfriend about to get it on. I died laughing so hard, as did my siblings, and later that day, all my cousins too. Of course, my mom and aunt were so embarrassed, but we were happy that grandma was happy and getting some. (laughs) (laughs) Well, almost getting some. They should have let grandma fuck, though. Come on. (laughs) So, you have some nursing home stories, don't you? I sure do. (laughs) I sure do. We had this one lady. Her name was Frances, and Frances... She was a little bipolar, a little crazy, but, you know, she was just active. You know, she was late 60s, early 70s. And next thing you know, we had this guy. He he was head injury. He was senile, but he was a sweetheart. He was an old pilot, and he was just a kinky little freak. <laughs> and he would come up behind us and grab our tits or grab our ass. And he was cute. We didn't care. We're like, oh, Bertie, you're so cute. Oh, it's okay. But, you know. <laughs> He's a pilot. He, he it was. He could, yeah, fine. exactly. Exactly. He fought for our country. Like, come on. You don't He's, care how old they were. No. They have a uniform on your head. He was. Exactly. <laughs> he was a Vietnam vet. Like, go ahead. And, you know, to get him up to bed, we'd be like, hey, Bertie, how you doing, honey? You know, we would flirt with him. He'd be like, okay, baby. Like, he thought he was going to get it on with all of us. And so when Frances moved in, Frances made a point where she was fucking Birdie every night. You know? Right on. More power to Birdie him. Birdie was getting it. Birdie was hitting it. You those, know? Those old pilots like you, too, because we went to the swingers party at oh, an yeah. old pilot's house. Oh, my God. He was he was trying so hard. He was trying so hard. <laughs> and I even sat on a Sibian for him. I you know, know. I know. He was. He thought that was the greatest thing ever. Yes, he did. I thought that was fun. And then our He's friend sweet. got on the counter and got her pussy ate in the kitchen in front of everybody. And we couldn't find her. I couldn't. <laughs> and all I saw was her little head. I was like, oh, my God. I was just laughing my ass off. And you're like, what? I'd like turn around. <laughs> Yeah, here we are. We're getting a snack, she, We're getting John. a snack, and she's, her head is laying next to your shoulder. <laughs> next to my shoulder with among the food. Right. She was getting her pussy eaten by the food. We've been to some good parties. We have. We need to go. Yeah. I got a picture what of proof that. Why don't we do that again? <laughs> I know what happened. Never mind. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Well, we've been unavailable for those types of <laughs> We got a party in January, so we're oh, going to have do? some fun with that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's here's a comment to this yes. last one. My grandmother won a home at about 96 years old, took it upon herself 
to microwave a turd on a plate in the communal kitchen. Laughs, laughs ensued. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Here it talks about the villages in Florida. I oh, yeah. I drive down. We drive down there. Yeah, okay. Quite, yeah, exactly. Uh, they have the highest STD rating in the country. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. where all the go to retire. <laughs> That's great. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine yourself at 80? Can I imagine myself at 80? Yeah, and having sex. God. Doing some BDSM? God, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, how hard I can swing a flogger, but I can still do some kinky shit. Okay. I can still eat ass. <laughs> get my ass ate. Listen, if I want to eat your ass, you better eat it back. Okay. Yes. What, what's the next story? That one's kind of long. Here's one about a decapitated head. We don't want to talk about that. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> okay. My cousin accidentally sent nudes with bows over her nipples in a family text chain with a message that said, Harry Christmas. Come fuck my unshaped puss. Instant scandal. She was in college, but her dad still took her phone away for like a week or something. Our family mm-hmm. still isn't super religious or conservative, but how do they come back from that? It comes up every now and then, usually in the form of a joke from the creepy cousins. She brushes it off with nervous laughter. Wow. That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> how do you come back from that? Here's, I don't know. Here's a comment. Your cousin is disappointing. She was given a chance to call it her untrimmed tree and she blew it. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> so at a Christmas dinner with coworkers, a coworker's family, we were pilots based in a small city and one guy's parents lived there and invited us over. There were four of us from work, the guy's parents, and his grandma. Everything was normal until about halfway through dinner when the grandma started talking about how many friends, moms, and dad do anal and asked them questions about it, sitting at the table with us. The dad nearly died, and the mom's face was so strained to keep a smile on her face. Wow. Another year, my parents emailed me and said they won't be buying me or my three-year-old daughter presents anymore. That was just surprising. Not really the worst ever. (laughs) Wow. 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 Okay. I had a friend who got invited to a white elephant exchange for a sorority. He bought a giant 12-inch black dildo that suctions to the wall. That sounds like my big pink dildo. It does. Exactly. (laughs) It suctions to the wall, too. Exactly. got four of them. Gave them out as gifts at a party. (laughs) For that that was great. You have one, I, have I one. do. One of my, you know, exes has. <laughs> Although one. I could not fit one in my ass, and you fit it in your ass. <laughs> Did you try? I no, I wouldn't do that in my ass. Oh, thank I was you. Say, how do you know you can't fit it? In I your could ass? not fit that in my. Ass. I wouldn't want that in my ass. <laughs> but lucky you, John. Lucky. <laughs> he bought a twelve-inch black dildo that sections to a wall. He was so proud of it, he stuck it on the hood of his car and rode around town for a while encouraging strangers to slap the dildo. He then thoroughly cleaned it and repackaged it before the exchange. So then this tiny Asian girl got a giant repackaged dildo. Oh, (laughs) wow. Wow, wow. It says she was embarrassed, but she definitely didn't trade it. (laughs) She kept that bitch. Okay. (laughs) So, my family 
were annoying the hell out of me. So I didn't go to the clan feast, but stayed at my own house instead. I never liked that word clan. <laughs> okay. I hear later that the relatives have chronically overeaten and stuffed their toddler so full of treats that a projectile vomited on the Christmas tree. His dad panicked and carried him all the way through the house to the bathroom, resulting in projectile vomiting in the living room, the kitchen, the dining room, on people, the gifts, furniture, and carpets. Apparently that happens to the kid fairly regularly. So do that at Christmas. That's really appropriate. (laughs) Here's a short one. Wow. Bit late to the party, but... A couple of my cousins did shots off my aunt's cleavage one Christmas. <gasps> oh, <laughs> oh my God. God. I hope she's hot. And then here's the comments. Does that make your aunt their mom? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I'll tell you this much. Um, I was... <laughs> my sister just had surgery the other day. And so my mom and I thought, you know, we'll go over and visit. And, um, you know, she's like, oh, stay longer, stay visiting with me, blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay, you know, usually we play cards. Well, she can only use one arm. So I said, well, let's do Cards Against Humanity. We always have fun. We usually make that like a Christmas tradition. Yeah. And my mother always wins. At Cards Against Humanity. Because <laughs> your mom is funny. My mom is funny. And she's a pervert. So it goes hand in hand. Right. Because when we play Cards Against Humanity with our friends, it gets fucking wild. Oh, it does. <laughs> it does. So you can imagine my mom and the things that she was pulling from her deck. Did you get the red box for her? No, I didn't get that red <laughs> the box. The triple X box? No, oh I didn't. God. We need to get that. That's funny. It, I bet. We had it one time. Well, it's somewhere. It's gone. We'll need to get it. <laughs> Well, we we'll play it on there one time. <laughs> we played yesterday, and my mother played a couple different cards that were really funny. She played one, and of course, the the punch was um, that he was it was projectile projectile uh, jizz. She thought that was hilarious, and she just died laughing. I don't know what was funnier: her playing the card or reading the black card. And then reading our cards after. Because my mother knew what a bakaki was. And my sister, who, of course, is 30 years younger than my mother, almost 40 years younger than my mother, had no idea what bakaki was. And my mother's like, yeah, that's where they all, you know, stand over, uh, you know, a girl or a guy. And, you know, you know, they orgasm all over them. (laughs) I was like, my mother's fucking 83 years old, and she knew what a bakaki was, but my 50-year-old sister did not know what a bakaki was. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And I told her, I said, and that's why you're my mom. <laughs> right? A couple weeks earlier, she said she made a comment about one of your sisters. She's like, she just doesn't get it. <laughs> That was my other sister. I love you, Mom. I know. It's great. Wow. That was interesting. Yeah, so I love to play Cards Against Humanity with my mother. Of course, she beat us, you know. I said, well, let's play the ten cards. I had five. My sister had six. My mother had fucking ten. I mean, it was done. You know, she beats us every time. That's great. (laughs) 
Anywho, wow. yeah, we're gonna have a good Christmas. We're gonna try. We're gonna try. It's good so far. Yes. Have a very merry Christmas. Absolutely. So until next time, make all of your. God, I wish I could have a normal Christmas fantasies. Become realities. <laughs> <laughs>